Hey, thanks for signing up for the Public Beta Podcast for June... No, no, July 3rd, 2020. Reed is joining me today. Reed, how are you? Uh, you know, fucking beat Last of Us 2, so I'm just full of... Uh, you're, lit, you're lit up. Yeah, full of excitement, <laughs> full of passion. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I was off this week, so we didn't uh, convene to do our podcast on Wednesday. Uh, you are listening to it here on Friday for Sultans of Slam. Listen to me review the first night of Fighter Fest tomorrow, Saturday. So look forward to that. Also, the 4th of July. Yeah. So welcome to Earth. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. So I've uh, I've had a week off here, and uh, that, that, of course, means I've played no video games, uh, other than, of course, playing Animal Crossing religiously every day as I do. I've been trying to work through The Last of Us 2 uh, to get through it, not as quickly as possible, uh, is, is I think a lot of people ended up playing th- this game that way, and that certainly isn't helping what they're they're trying to do with the narrative in this game. And uh, it's the elephant in the room, so we're gonna we're gonna do a proper spoiler cast next week. But that's not to say you're not about to get spoiled for maybe the first two thirds of the game. Uh, so I'll kind of explain where I'm at, and hopefully Reed can mostly curb his. Uh, his extended spoilers uh, to, to wait until next Wednesday when we can maybe get Nick in the room as well. Yeah, I'll try. And uh, really, yeah, we'll wrestle him in there. We'll, we'll hold him down and uh, talk about this fucking game. Uh, so The Last of Us Part 2, Reed, you have now finished it. I have. Spoilers from here on out for Last of Us. Skip ahead for news and a little New Vegas talk. Uh, but so where I'm, I'm at right now, uh, Abby... Uh, it's day two, Seattle, I believe. Uh, Abby and Lev have gone to the hospital Man, to look for supplies. Fuck all of that, dude. Fuck. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, Abby's section is just, holy fuck. I can't. I can't. Like, like I look at this I look at this fucking game, okay? And, like, look, my overall impression of the game, I think I give it, like, a 7.5 out of 10. Like, it's pretty good. I wouldn't call it great. Um... But I look at this fucking game, and I just know that if you if you just took a goddamn knife and you cut out Abby's parts, and then you just you took the rest and you just sandwiched it together, it wouldn't be pretty, but it would still be better than what we got, in my opinion. So I I said last week, and I truly mean it now, that if you start to live this game by the minute, minute to minute, it's very enjoyable. And let's talk about we what we like of the game. First, sure, uh, sure, yeah. So we we kind of talked about the gameplay. If you liked it the first time around, it's mostly unchanged here. It it works. Uh, going prone, uh, how you can fuck with the AI. As I mentioned, I take more of a hands-on approach to stealth. Yeah, uh, I don't go out of my way to painstakingly stealth kill everybody. I'm kind of on the move. Uh, using, you know, if if you and fire a gun, they go towards that sound. They don't go towards no, you. Yeah, so you can constantly I used to be, disagree. Yeah. I used to disagree with you on all this and be like, oh, you, you must be playing the game wrong. And then I started fucking doing it. And I'm like, yeah, this is a bit better. This is more fun, I guess. Uh, you've seen everybody sharing their gifts online of like John John Wick esque shit. Just like popping someone in the knee and hitting them in the face with a baseball bat and all that kind of stuff. And all that's great. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I like doing that the, shit. Like, um, it, there's like also certain moments during particular combat areas where there might be something interactable that you can do. Um, a great example of this is when you're in the hospital with Ellie, when you jump down, uh, down the elevator shaft uh, along with all the wolves and there's infected down there. You just throw a bottle mm-hmm. and you get the infected to attack the wolves. Oh, definitely. Like, yeah. I love that. It's a goddamn shame there isn't more of it, because it only happens, like, fuck, every once in a while during this game. Uh, yeah, so... Very light spoilers, the- but at the end of the game, one of the last areas, there's, um, there's like, chained up 
infected that you can release essentially uh, in the area and they won't see you because you're behind them releasing them and stuff like that. And I fucking love that. And I was like, where was this the rest of the game? This is so creative. This is uh, so dynamic. This gives you more options than you always than you had before. Like I wish every combat you got into had not just the stealth or shoot option. There was the an, an interactive environments, whether whether it be that or special enemies to interact with, something like that. Yeah. So our major complaint was just like from a gameplay point of view, it's the exact uh, same as Last know, of Us One. Yeah, but from a technical point of view, of course, everything is enhanced. So like, yeah. the game runs great, it looks great, and the issue becomes it's in service to what? Like, look at these environments. Look at this. I went through this hotel. Uh, I went through that hospital again. You fight that that weird, like, behemoth thing in the basement there with all the dudes hanging no, out that was, them. Yeah, that was pretty uh, fun. I like that. Yeah, like, this is all great. This is, like, tense in, like, that Resident Evil 4 way. Uh, yeah. You got guys uh, p- coming out of the wall at you and stuff like that. Uh, but the, the let's let's talk about it. The issue is uh, you're playing as Ellie for the first let's say third of the game, and suddenly suddenly uh, the character of Abby is upon you well, as we talked not about. Not even just suddenly. It's at the emotional height of Ellie's story thus far. It's literally like, and it's such a textbook thing to say. It's such a cliche. But it's right when the story is getting good for Ellie is when it fucking stops, and that's why I have such bad feelings towards Abby. Right. So, like, as a so again, I uh, not being the, the hugest, like, I don't, I don't hold the first game in such high regard. What happened to Joel in this game seemed inevitable, based on the, the just the hole that this game is from a writing point of view. Just like, where do you go from here with these same characters? Well, right. But even uh, then, they see, fucked, yeah. they fucked it up a bit, in my opinion. We're talking about Joel here, okay? In the first game, yeah. he fucking ran over the first guy that said help to him because he's like, no, fuck that, I don't believe him. You go, and then, like, so Joel is, he doesn't give people his name. Like, he's the most untrustworthy son of a bitch you've ever met in his life. Uh, and then you get to the second game, and Tommy's just like, oh, yeah, we're down in the hill in Jackson. We got about 500 people there. We got 30 armed guards. <laughs> They're patrols from 2 to 10. Uh, this is my brother, Joel Miller. He killed a bunch of fireflies la- the other year. You know, his little daughter's immune to the disease, you know? What's super weird about that is that these places, distance-wise, are established to be very close together. And as we learn about Seattle and this active, like, civil war or whatever that's going on over territory between the, the wolves and the, the scars, as it were, you're like, man, that's happening, like, right next door seemingly like a few days away like seattle on horseback was was seemingly pretty close by and like i said earlier like not knowing what size these people are to give away that information there's a lot of writing like that in this game there's a lot of things that don't bother me until someone brings it up like when as soon as someone's like okay so they put on gas masks but they never put on a glove they immediately take off their gas mask as soon as they see open air they're grabbing things in these spored areas and immediately using them and applying them so which is it uh so the these as i said before the zombie part of this the infection part of this other than the the some of the flavor text you get when you're going through the hospital uh where it was ground zero in seattle for for the outbreak and that was the most interesting part of abby's part Right. Uh, I absolutely agree with you. Yeah. But living moment to moment, I'm actually enjoying Abby's part more than Ellie's. But the problem there in lies that at this emotional peak, as we're mentioning, suddenly, apropos of nothing, we go into this extended flashback that actually turns into a 12-hour gameplay segment. You're restarting where the you actually game, basically. 
Like when you restart the game as another character, not in that near automata way per se. No, but because nine S doesn't kill. Not not in your case. Nine S doesn't kill your favorite fucking character first hour into the game. Nine S doesn't. Nine uh, S's section is like what five hours. It's not half the fucking game. And most of so what's that? Yeah. So the the issue becomes what are, what are we supposed to feel here? Uh, like Abby, as any character living in a post-apocalypse, uh, ha- has her own problems. They have problems with her friends. Her friends no, I love think another she's friends. Triangles. Uh, th- that's the issue. Is that you've est- you've established her first of all by killing off this major character. Like, there's a way to do this. I, I- you know what I feel like? I feel like uh, the- going into wrestling, like the Chris Statlander thing with the scars. And how they're like all bought in. It's been four years into the apocalypse, but they don't know what words are. No, it's, uh, it's or, been or... like 40 years, but that is also one of my major complaints. It's been 40 years, but it's been one of my major complaints as well. Uh, or it hasn't been four years, it's been like 30. But that was one of my major complaints as well. I'm like, dude, it's been 30 years. There's still people alive that were around when fucking smartphones were a thing. And what, you're telling me. Why do you keep saying it's been 30 years? What are you talking it's about? It's been 30 years since the apocalypse, or 20 years. In, in Last of Us? Yes. 2013. Yeah, it happened 2013, and you're playing in 2033, dude. So it's been it's, no way. It's 2033. Yes. Ellie is 30 years old. No, she's like 20, but she wasn't born it, before the fucking apocalypse, dude. She was oh. born during it. Okay, that wasn't apparent to me at all. Yeah, that was in the first game that this was <laughs> explained. I think. Sorry, yeah, it hasn't been 30 or 4 years. I think it's been 20. Okay, so it's the Star Wars thing. Right. It's the, what's a Jedi? They don't exist, and they existed 25 years ago. <laughs> the, reason why, they ran the, the reason why I'm so confused on how many years it's been is because it jumps between dates so much during this, like two-year and four-year increments and shit like that. Like, I don't remember. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's well beyond 2013 at this point, Lee. Um, but still, it doesn't excuse the fact that there's lots of people still alive, like fucking Tommy, that remember what smartphones are and shit. And yet you're going to tell me that there's fu- like 500 people on this fucking island that don't use technology and like don't know words and shit. Like, fuck off. That's so stupid. <laughs> like, I, I, it's... as soon as you get, as soon as you do a uh, post-apocalyptic and you get into like the religious, weird, cult, old world stuff, you automatically, unless you're Mad Max, you fucking lose interest in me personally right away. I, I thought the cult stuff was the worst part of this game. I thought it was going to be the worst part of this game, going into this game. Thank fuck that the patriarch girl was already dead, because I was like, oh, I don't want I don't want to I don't want to deal with all that. Don't let me do that. So I'm not yet at the part, and you don't have to confirm or deny that Abby does turn on the wolf before the end of this for whatever <laughs> number of reasons. Uh, but but I am flabbergasted as someone looking in from the outside, again, not being someone d- totally devoted to that first game, to how they introduce this character and then try to make you feel bad for her over right, the course of this right, huge right, right, gameplay right. segment. Yeah, because me and Nick uh, love Joel and Ellie. Like, we love Last of Us 1. We fucking love these characters. So when it, watching watching Abby beat Joel to death with a, with a golf club is like, all right, like, I hate you now. Like, I'm not, not going to hate you. Um, yeah. I can say From that my point I, of view, I I'm s- just like... The, the Abby stuff, to me, is more interesting, and that is to say, I'm not interested in it. It Moment to moment, like I said, it feels like it's always going someplace when you really realize all she's trying to do is walk from point A to point B and gets into a bunch of shit in between. Uh, that stuff, the exploring, the picking stuff up, the combat encounters, that's pulling me through, because the story at this point 
really yeah like uh, i hated dude. i hated abby's story because it's just like i know where you end up so i don't give a yeah. fuck how you get there because i don't care about you i hate you actually so i don't care about the journey to the point in which we get back to where ellie is so why do i care about everything i'm doing here it just feels like fucking busy work and padding that i don't give a fuck about uh it's, her killing yeah. her killing joel lowered her so much in like how much i enjoyed her as a character and then like, I can say her story worked a bit, like, I like her a bit more, but she's still wholly unlikable. There's a, there's a lots of reasons for this. Like, one, she never shows any guilt or remorse whatsoever for the things she did to Joel, whereas, like, a character like Ellie has and definitely will for other characters and things. Like, when she killed David in this first game, like, she was fucking shooken up about that. She was feeling shitty for a long time. Um... So for Abby to feel absolutely nothing and often feel pretty good and in a good mood after she kills Joel, it just further pushes that resentment for me. Uh, second thing along with that is that she just makes she does shitty things like uh, like how what what interactions have Owen and Abby had yet for you? Because like, I don't remember clearly. Uh, they're wait. They're trying to get to the island, right? So uh, Abby and Owen have already had their sex scene. Okay, yeah, yeah. Mel, so that's another Mel thing. Knows about that shit. That's another yeah. thing. So now they're arguing, and then she's gonna fuck Owen, who has a pregnant girlfriend, and it, like, fuck you, Abby. Like, god damn it, I hate you. We're talking about murderers here. That that seems low on the totem pole. I of, guess uh, so, but no, but it's just these actions. <laughs> um, I hate the emotional manipulation that they insert into Abby's playthrough. Um. Can I talk about something? What? Can I talk about something that people praise uh, that we need to all fucking get over? Uh, and it, st- it starts in this game with Joel's death, and we're just like, well, man, that guy had it coming to him, and that's how it goes down. And then uh, Jesse gets shot in the face, and a number of other characters get kind of, uh, off- even off-screen, just like put out of their misery. It's something Red Dead Redemption 2 does with uh, some of its characters. Yeah. Something that a lot of narrative games do with their characters now. And uh, the excuse of not having the drawn-out or dramatic death and have it be very quick is, is, uh, is no longer new. It's... Yeah, like, uh, I, uh, I I was fine with it when I was playing the beginning of Last of Us 2 because I thought the payoff was gonna... Like, we're gonna have, we're gonna have all these scenes, we're gonna have all these moments with Joel that really, when you look back at it, it's gonna gut-wrench. Maybe we'll live through that scene again. Like, they're gonna do something to really make that death even more impactful after it well, happened. I, I thought... I thought the whole point would be okay. You have to you have to come with up up with such a good revenge story for Abby that you can you can have us see it from both sides, and that is as far as I know, as so far as yet, is not accomplished here. Right. And it starts with it being related to the Firefly thing. Yeah, it absolutely starts and that, with that. That's and so it, lazy. And then there's there's other glaring problems. Abby's dad is perfect in every way. Apparently, like he's like, oh, follow the tracks. We have to save this zebra. Come on, Abs. Like, Owen's a good guy. Like, fuck you. Like, no one's this perfect. Um, He's such a good guy, he didn't simply wake up a girl to ask her what if she'd she like wanted. to sacrifice herself. Yeah, I know. Like, that's uh, other shit like that. No, like, hindsight is twenty twenty, right? But think about how much yeah. better this game would be if first, like, man, it would be a really bold marketing choice, especially Sony would probably push him not to do this. But don't advertise Ellie and Joel at all. Um... Don't advertise them at all in the game. Start the game as Abby. You just think that this is a new character's new story in the same universe. That's what you sell it as, right? I mean, you're absolutely right. Yeah, so you, yeah. you play through the game, and then it leads up to this moment where you go to, like, the Boston universe. Like, if you have to do the Firefly thing, 
be like, oh, we're going to the Boston Univer- the Boston University, wherever the fuck. And you're like, wait a minute, that's where Last of Us One was. And then you see all these things, all these things happen, and the game, and like, you re- you live that moment where Joel rampages through the hospital, f- I mean the university, killing all these guys, and then fucking dummies the doctors. And you're like, oh shit! And this is after you know various hours with your dad, who's not a perfect person. Um, you grow attached to him. Yeah, like the Hoobastank song. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. then, like, the idea would be basically that you've made another Joel and Ellie, and then at the end of it, you killed this new Joel. You could call him Dave, whatever the fuck his name is. And you're like, oh <laughs> fuck! Now I'm conflicted because I really love Joel and Ellie from the last yeah. game, and you're surprised because you're like, I didn't know it was going here. Um, asking the player to forgive the actions of an already unlikable character after what they do to the right. star of the previous game is is very bold, and I'm gonna say ill-advised no, because there's Lee, it's been too long I to know. stick the stick the landing. Here. And that's the thing about the game is like everybody's saying, oh, the theme is revenge is bad, revenge is bad, revenge is bad. No, 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 no. That's not the theme of the game. The theme of the game is forgiveness is difficult. Um, no, seriously, <laughs> right. and. This will all come to light, especially when you beat the game. Like, you'll be like, oh, okay, I get it now. Um, sorry, my cat's playing with the fluff. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, he's losing his, losing his fucking mind. Yeah, uh, so yeah, the theme of the game is forgiveness is difficult. I don't think Abby at any point, like, she doesn't encapsulate this, uh, this fucking theme at all. No. She doesn't forgive Ellie or Joel for stuff, I guess. Um, but... Like I said, you'll see at the end of the game. But uh, I forget where I was going with this now. Um, right, what you're saying, like it's 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 in the themes of the game, and it's also present in the gameplay. It's ne- it's Naughty Dog going like, hey, like forgive. You have to forgive this character to play as them. And but that's such a so like, like you said, it's a bold fucking move. But I I don't the- I don't want to. <laughs> why in a video game am I being forced to feel like such a bad emotion to? to appreciate something you know what i mean like they're like if you get over it you'll like it like i don't i don't understand what their intention was with this game no that's you're like i i am again as someone who is only so disappointed because the bar was much lower for me than it was for you nick uh i'm i'm sitting back and going moment to moment and i'd be like i can't believe this game is real i can't believe this is what they followed last of us up with like i can see at the seams what they are trying to go for here and there's a way to do this right yeah absolutely there is there's a way to make this work and ellie's, and, ellie's uh, stuff is fun like her shit is good i like ellie's it's section it's fine i the i don't the the revenge like dude yeah, like, i watch that's fucking a, kung fu in, movies yeah it's the inherent uh, it, problem with the fucking story though is that they decided to go with a revenge story yeah and yep. and when you have like when you have way better revenge stories out there and they've all been done man um when you have way better revenge stories out there vinland saga about a character who like the person they want revenge on becomes their father essentially and then they die prematurely and then their whole they're like what the fuck do i do with my life after revenge that's the whole story what happens after you got listen man uh we have we have someone in this game who's who's accruing such a body count and uh they they lose it over stabbing one pregnant person and i'm like Anybody, I, any woman that you killed on the way here could have could been. Have been uh, you didn't give two shits. You were very lazy. Off. Like, okay, it's getting to you. I get that. Like, oh, man, killing dozens of people a day is tough work. 
Uh, the completely unrelatable characters. Like I said, this is the worst part of a zombie apocalypse right. story to be told, which is the human factions warring against one yes, another. Yes, it sucks. There's no stories left to yeah, tell. I did not think going into this game that the WLF and the Scars would be such big factions. Like, Dude, I, I fucking said in the first Last of Us, when that end, opening ends and Joel wakes up and he's doing fucking... Like running, running around town for that resistance, and there's like a government thing. I'm like, oh, they jump so far ahead in this apocalypse that it's already bad. Yeah, and that's yeah, what kept me know, from liking that game. I like, I told you, like, that's what was this game yeah, was going like, to be. Talk shit about Last of Us One all you want, but like, you can't deny that it did make the not the world seem small, but it made the world seem like yeah, like things are fucking bad. There's a government, yeah. but like they don't have their shit together. There's a small resistance group, but there's like only maybe a hundred of them and they fucking suck and then you'll have some banded <laughs> groups along the way that consist of 14 guys maybe yeah like that's yeah. it the, there's nothing wrong with the human threat but in this it's like established armies like the the wolf guys are they got field command bases they got they're fully armed they there's got ranks dozens, they got radios yeah, um, they got it all, man. They yeah, got walkie-talkies. Yeah, and it, it, hurts it, all out. The, it hurts the infected side of things. They, uh, Last of Us 1 definitely had a feeling of, like, no, like, infected are still a really big fucking problem. Um, Last of Us 2 doesn't ha doesn't give you that feeling. It's kind of just like, ah, infected, clear them out. You went too far into a basement, into a building no one has been for a while, so granted, suddenly there will be dozens of infected for you to torch. I will say... Uh, that that game gives you a flamethrower, and it's a very satisfying flamethrower, as are the incendiary shells for the shotgun. Yeah. And again, I don't have a lot bad to say about the gameplay. It's tried and true. It's not. It doesn't do anything new. Uh, and it's tense. You can quickly swap between your things. I never felt like I was fumbling with the controls in the uh, in a moment of uh, of panic. Uh, and that's all good, and that's the stuff that like I I am compelled to keep playing this game because Naughty Dog is good at You're what right. they do. Like this game, but the thing they are not doing well here is telling a a narrative. Yeah, this game uh, feels like 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 Neil Druckmann. I gotta say it was Neil. Like who else? Who else? Have I gotta fucking blame this on? I guess I not. I shouldn't say blame. I like this fucking game. It's a good fucking game. Um, like like it's just really weird. It's just so weird. I like I don't like I. It feels like Neil was just like, like I'm such a good fucking writer, and he just kept like going and going and going, and he didn't <laughs> stop, and no one told him to cut out anything. You know what I mean? It's uh, yeah. I mean, or it felt after like it felt like God of it War felt like everybody was afraid to be like, look, this, like, look, this isn't what, what people are gonna want, or look, this is like the 30 hour game. This game isn't that fun for that long, or no one went, look. I, <laughs> Maybe it's a poor decision to kill Joel in opening four hours and then expect our expect everybody to forgive her instantly and play this. You you hit character. the nail on the head uh, like ten minutes ago when you said that the Metal Gear Solid Two you 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 play a snake for forty five minutes and then in that case you switch to another color character for the whole game but you have to do it earlier on you almost you need to flip this game you almost need the Abbey section first. Yes. Even though it, it, even without explaining anything, have Ellie be the boogeyman. Like have have this story take place. Yeah, have, have Ellie hunting be, her fucking friends or some shit. Yeah, like have it be after after Joel is killed. Have it be mentioned, but no one says Joel's name, and lead it up to the part where suddenly people are dying and someone's coming for revenge against Abby. And you know the player is play, pay, piecing it together that oh man, 
what happened. Then you flip the script, you show the death of Joel, and then you show Ellie's story. Now we have a completely fresh take uh, with, with Abby. Uh, it, you can justify what she did more. Again, the part where it's related to the Fireflies thing, which is the big guilt thing for Joel already. Joel doesn't feel good about having done that. In fact, no. it's the thing that drives... Uh, a wedge between him and Ellie, pretty much the only thing, as he, in his song that he sings, the only thing that he f- is fucking living for at that point. Uh, and it, to have that be incorporated with why this man ultimately has to die is not poetic, it's lazy. Uh, you could, you need to come up with a way better reason for Abby to go after this main protagonist. You have to give the player pause to be like, oh, we are the bad guy. Where in this, it just beats you over the head with, everyone is the bad guy. How do you forgive someone instead of simply killing them when all you do in this game is murder human beings mercilessly, catch them on fire, shoot them, shoot their heads off, and it's it's a little bit much, uh, especially at its length, uh, man. And then the just the okay, this is like completely tangential to this, but this is a thirty-hour video game during a time where people, you know, they maybe they have an abundance of time gaming, maybe they've never had less time to game, uh, taking care of their kids or whatever. And Polygon, Kotaku, just can't help themselves running spoiler posts. You feel driven to complete this game as quickly as possible. When this is a game that if you sit down and play for six hours, you're doing something to yourself. And I can't even I can't even speak for the people who made this game that had to watch these animations and just see human life sn- like snuffed out in realistic ways over and over and over again. Uh, in service of what? In service of what? Telling a story about characters... That were, are introduced to us as like henchmen fodder, and then when you go into the game for for twelve hours to try to flush out these characters, let us know what they're about. They're still wholly uninteresting, and we never side with well, them and, or even get close you know, to that. And you know why they're uninteresting is because they're already friends with each other. Like they're they have yeah. a pre-established history. They are fully developed characters by this point. Like we don't right. get a blank yeah. slate relationship like we did with Joel and Ellie in the first one. So why should we give a fuck? It's an uphill battle. After you've already kind of like you've already shown me your dick, and now you put your clothes back on, you're trying to get me give you money to strip. Is yeah. that what's happening? Look, here? I'm yeah. gonna perfect I, analogy. I, I would be way bigger fans <laughs> of Abby and Manny if maybe like they became friends with one another, and thus I learned more about each of them in the process. You know? Yeah. Hey, this Manny guy seems like a cool guy to hang out with. Too bad he killed that character I really liked. Yeah, and so I have a predisposition him and, to and not. Just fucking <laughs> hucked a loogie on him, and it went pendejo. Yeah, and then she, like man, that comment where he's like, "Oh, I could be getting drunk and watching anime right now." That was really fucking try hard. Like, get out of here. You, you, you got triggered. Yeah, yeah I <laughs> was like, like "Oh, fuck off!" No one's that, that reminded specific. you that you could be getting drunk and playing and and jerking off to anime or whatever he said. Uh, <laughs> I did not say that. Uh, hey, you know, don't just watch it; experience it. Uh, so we're going to say, I'm going to try to beat this game this weekend, and uh, we're going to talk about it on Wednesday with full spoilers. And the, the, the most, the most the thing I'm hearing from everyone after now that the, the of course, everybody's dropped their perfect 10 uh, ratings, which is insane. Uh, from a, from strictly a storytelling point of view, There's no way just because this something does, yeah, just because something does something different uh, or, or tries to do that Pulp Fiction, we're going to tell a story out of sequence. You can't tell this story out of sequence based on what you wanted to accomplish in this story. And if you could, it, it needed to be accomplished by somebody else, because this ain't it, man. Uh, right. The, 
you, there's so many ways you could have gone about this. But, so many ways. Man, like, but like, also, like I said last week, people forget what a bad video game is. I don't think this is a bad video game. I think this is a no, good. I think this is. It's, a, I think it's a good video game. I don't think it's great. I don't think it's excellent. I think it's good. It the game the controls like I said give you confidence just like the first game. The I mean you could argue that hey in six years they've changed fucking nothing uh, with this game. But the the stuff they give you the the visuals of the game the way it runs all great. Uh, like and they, it, uh, it's not written poorly either. Like the plot, no. and the structure, and the pacing is totally fucked. Sure, but it's. I, I will go out of my way to say that the characters, in terms of their unlikability, has nothing to do with how they're written. Uh, and other games that deal with with characters of all ages like that, when one person's writing them, it, it's easy like a Kevin Smith movie for everyone to just se- start sounding like Kevin Smith. That's not this at all. Yeah. Uh, the characters do seem separated from one each other. They are written well. They are just not interesting. <laughs> yeah, like, I like Jesse. Like, I thought Jesse was really cool. I thought Jesse was cool as shit, but of course that means he's fucking eating an unceremonious bullet at some point. Yeah, like, um... What a complex... What a guy feeling complex emotions. Yeah. Like, what, but, a, what a weird yeah. triangle that those like, people found themselves in. And anybody in. that does say the writing's bad, I I implore you to go play, like, any Assassin's Creed or anything like that, and you'll realize, oh, you know what, that wasn't too bad, I guess. And you'll fucking Yeah, a- Aliens and uh, the Garden of Eden don't come up in this. And no, and just cheesy, shitty fucking dialogue, cliche characters. That's all bullshit. So like yep. I, in that regard, I do think the writing is still very good. I like it's like I said, it's not a the fucking detail in this game is absolutely astounding. In it's many, it's like yeah. like you can tell a lot of love and heart was poured into this fucking thing. Um, it's just a shame that uh, it could have been better. Um, people are calling it the season eight of game, like season eight Game of Thrones. I Dude, think, I was gonna say I don't think it's I, that I bad. I had that written down bad. over here. I had that exact thing written down. I'm like, this feels like season 6.5 through 8 of Game of Thrones, where it's like, what characters do we have left? What are we trying to do? These characters have to die? Okay, here we go. Buckle up. It's going to be unsatisfying no, from I beginning to end. I think it's more like Last Jedi. We circumvented expectations. No, not circumvented <laughs> expectations, but it's just like, it's just uh not in the sense of what it does for the story or characters, um, but more of like the fan reaction. Like you have yeah. such a vocal critic audience saying this is a ten out of ten masterpiece, this is untouchable. Then you have such a loud, angry fan base saying this game is a big pile of shit. It doesn't amount to anything, blah 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 blah. And then like you have like this sensible people that like you and me are like, you know, it's it's a game, it has pros, it has cons it's not that simple as it's good or bad. Um, like let's talk about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Uh, I don't, uh, I don't particularly like my video games to be that. I don't like them to be so polarizing when the truth is, is truly in the middle that we can't accept something to be a 6.5 or a seven as it rightfully should be like, Hey, you like the first game? Can I recommend this one? Right, I mean, right. Like no one yeah. was, no one was fucking up in arms when days gone. Didn't get tens out of tens. <laughs> yeah, uh, th- man. The, the, par for the course. This is what we wholly expected. This is what we got, and uh, it's it's disappointing. That is not to say that neither of us are enjoying the game. Quite the opposite. Uh, will we have wished we never played it? Absolutely not. Uh, that's not what we're saying. We're just saying g- g- here's the thing you tried to do, and man, I know it's not my job uh, to write and and organize g- games narrative. 
lines, but goddamn, does the, was that a choice to take the emotional peak of the game at that point and turn it into a 12-hour segment playing as the other character is just wild. Uh, yeah, and, it's, it's, and it's not bold. Like, at first you're like, well, that was a bold choice. No, it's ill-advised. Like, the... If you're trying to, if the whole point of this is to elicit an emotion in the player, you fucked up. Yeah, uh, it's like, that. it's like, um, I'm gonna golf with just a putter. You know, like at first you're like, yeah, it's a bull choice, and then as you as you suck your golf and you realize this is gonna take fucking eight hours instead of four hours, you're like, oh no, this was ill advised. Yeah, and in service of what? To golf the worst game you've ever golfed in your yeah, life. Yeah, <laughs> yes, we found the perfect <laughs> analogy, Lee. It's like golfing with Last of Us Two is like golfing with a putter, no pun intended. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, like like I said, I'm enjoying the the actual like minute to minute of the Abbey stuff just because it's like travel from here to there, get into some hijinks. If I because I can, I'm kind of divorcing myself from the overarching story here. I'm like, oh, you see Nora probably like a, a few hours before Ellie ends up uh, going through this hospital and murdering everybody. Uh, that's cool, I guess. Sure. Uh, but I think the aspect of, of telling that story, uh, divorced of those characters and have Ellie be that boogeyman that shows up in Seattle has nothing to do with the conflict between the wolf and the scars that's actively brewing as just murdering people. How disconnected does Abby's story feel from Ellie's? It it feels like, it feels like Abby, like after your, like it, it feels like Abby doesn't even fucking think about what happened earlier. You know what I mean? It nope. feels like she's just focused on the future. It was a few days. It was like a few weeks ago or whatever it is, and she's yeah. she's moved on. Yeah, like she gets complete- brought up here and there, and yeah, so be it. Yeah. So and that doesn't help. The, that doesn't help the overall story because no. it it doesn't feel like two lines meeting at a point. It feels like one line going to the right, and the other line has to catch up to it. Yeah. 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 I, it's uh, but like it makes you want to play more. You want to see where it's go- you're like, what, what's next? Because what's, they, uh... they have, because <laughs> like it's competent writing, like we said, like it's good writing, so it keeps you interested. It pulls you in. It's compelling. I would like to see Naughty Dog apply this to something other than the, the fucking zombie genre because I'm done. Yeah. All right, let's talk a little bit about news because sure. there are there is some news. Uh, admittedly, I left my mouse upstairs like some kind of idiot. So I'm gonna reach over here and use the touchpad like some kind of cave cave person uh have you heard about the xbox summer game fest i have not this is fucking cool as hell uh so xbox in in lieu of doing e3 or being able to appear at any events uh from from july 21st to 27th they're basically going to have just an icon on the hub of your xbox you're able to click this thing uh and there is apparently going to be between 75 and 100 titles available for demo uh and they're going to be like anything from a five minute demo to a trailer to uh, stuff you would that would appear at PAX and stuff. I assume it's streaming. Not entirely sure. Uh, but there are some games on this list already, like Skatebird. Uh, <laughs> that's a game with a skateboarding bird, which after Last of Us is what the world needs right now. Yeah, that's how sure. we heal. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's fucking cool, man. Like 100 game demos to try out. Hey, were you interested in what this game is? Does this look cool? Play it for free. Give it a little shot. Uh, that's a really cool idea. And uh, kudos to them. Now, don't, don't uh, redirect everything to Facebook. As Mixer has closed, we talked last week. Uh, <laughs> Crisis. Uh, do you remember the game Crisis? Have you ever played a Crisis game? Uh, no. Uh, so oh, of course, like Crisis. The bow guy. 
Uh, yeah, later he became the Bow Man. He it's like Exosuit Man. It's like yeah. Halo Man, but more set in like modern, like near modern future. In the first one, he's on like that really good looking island, and then it kind of it, it pivots back to like a post apocalyptic city, and you have like the Halo Man armor, and you can like make yourself really hard. <laughs> there should really be a fast. specific uh, subgenre of first person shooter called the Halo Man genre. <laughs> Halo Man genre, yeah, which is time any, shift, crisis. Yeah, which is any character in a closed helmeted exosuit that gives them some form of enhanced abilities. Yeah, if you can jump fast, run fast, <laughs> if you can take damage and, and, and recharge, yeah. uh, it's Halo Man. It's yeah. a Halo Man type. <laughs> it's a Halo it's like Man. when people say like Dark Souls type, right? Like, yeah, it's a Souls It's a Souls game. It's so a, apparently a, a, a they're remastering that first game and a trailer leaked for it and the fan outcry against this leaked trailer was so severe that uh they crytek has now promised that uh hey we are going to we're gonna try again guys what do you mean uh <laughs> like they, okay let's read their let's read their statement here like was it like uh, did it look like shit like i don't get it well of course uh dear Cry- crisis fans as you know crisis remastered will be coming into this world uh into the world this year. What a weird way to uh, say anything. Uh, and at the same time, the Crisis IP will debut on the Nintendo Switch. Your passion for the Crisis franchise deserves an undeniably high-quality game, and we are committed to delivering just that. To ensure that we meet that commitment, we need to delay the launch date, all platforms, and trailer premiere by a few weeks because they already started pre-orders for Switch will stay open, but pre-orders for all their platforms will be delayed as well. The features you're looking for are already set, blah, 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 blah. So basically, yeah, it, it, people thought it looked like shit based on a trailer, and uh, they were like, yeah, sorry, guys. Man, Crisis, the, let me, hey, real talk here for a second. The only reason Crisis is an IP that you know the name of or have heard of before is because of its visuals. So if you're remastering this and it doesn't look fucking breathtaking, what the fuck are you doing? Just make Crisis 4. Who cares? Make Halo 4. Uh, those games are okay. They're fun. Uh, you know. Sure. They don't really, I don't feel like those kind of games happen anymore. Like, like new IP or like... No, and quote unquote Halo Man's uh, FPS's and, uh, like third party um, movie title video games. Yeah, um, like those are bad games. Never yeah. mind Last of Us Two. You go, you go play, and then you, there's like a diamond in the rough. Yeah, we, do, pop we in. don't. Yeah, we don't in general get as many generic military shooters at all anymore. You don't see anybody no. trying to compete with Call of Duty or Battlefield. Like how many like like fucking like on Xbox 360 just <laughs> shitty uh, military shooters were on there. Like I can't. There, like they, and they're still war, making like or sniper fucking... ghost warrior games, and I'm like, you're you're still making those, eh? Like yeah. sniper elite comes out, and I'm like, oh, they got that they got that bullet cam gimmick. You can make a billion of those, but something like Medal of Honor and your Soldiers of Fortune and that stuff just all kind of back the fuck and out of war, the way. And war and <laughs> yeah, well, that was an RTS. What you... Whatever and fucking like yeah, all these generic shitty god awful. Yeah, so no, I'm glad to be rid of those. Yeah, it's you don't get. I guess you get original Homefront. IPs. They're just not like uh, <laughs> you just don't get a game like Horizon Zero Dawn as much anymore. But even no, you get lots of games like it. But um, it's but weird. It's, not, it's not definitely something, something so video gamey like like Horizon is. Like Horizon's like uh, you're a caveman that shoots robot dinosaurs. Like that's a video game. And, yeah, fuck yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, like on base, that's a video game. Like, you don't get many of those anymore. You don't get your Ratchet and Clank original IPs anymore. Like, on PS2, you had, like, Ratchet and Clank, Jack and Daxter. 
like all like fucking tack uh clank like all these just like action adventure platformer you, games the 3d of... yeah the 3d platformer yeah yeah three platformer. and then meanwhile they remaster that spongebob game it's one of the top selling games in like every country on every platform so what do we know yeah what do we know speaking of video games they're gonna cost more uh so apparently 2k uh comes in waving their uh Big Dick here saying that not only will there be no free upgrade uh, for people buying NBA 2K21, uh, but that the PS5 and Xbox Series X versions will actually be $10 more SRP uh, than the previous gen versions. This is the first mention anywhere that I am aware of as someone who works Wait, in the industry. Wait, are they raising the price of the game or are they yes. lowering the older ones? Standard SRP in the in the United States will be 69.99. Oh fuck, man. $90 video game. Yeah, we got there, baby. Holy shit. Uh, this will be interesting for price points, of course. Uh, you know, we won't talk about uh, our our business here, but yeah, it's been rumored that uh, these games will cost more. Uh, now it's it's a value quotient, right? So, like, The Last of Us 2, would you feel ripped off of that game if it was a third less long? No. <laughs> uh, like, Red like, Dead Redemption 2, if that game shaved 12 hours of story off, would you feel ripped off for seventy nine ninety nine? No, Not, because no, my, no. Yeah, my enjoyment of the whole experience, including the story and the pacing, takes precedent over the amount of game I have to play. Like, yes. there is a thing of a game overstaying its welcome, even though you just want to fucking see the end of the story. Um, so, I hate, like, yeah, no, like, I'm, I I prefer games that are built around its story to be the perfect length, not games built around to just give you mindless content. Like, like I shouldn't say like that. I love games like Skyrim, which are just endless, mindless content. But when I'm playing a story-based game like Last of Us, I prefer it to be a good length that feels like once you beat it you feel complete yeah uh agreed uh have you been following the evo drama no uh so evolution the fighting game tournament uh was canceled of course due to covid so they moved it online somehow they were going to organize this tournament uh with matches taking place online on top of people commentating and watching them uh, which sounded like an absolute ni nightmare to me. Well, don't worry anymore, because Evo organizer Joey Queller, uh, I believe is how you pronounce his name, has been accused of abusing a minor. Oh. And uh, has been relieved of his post as CEO of Evo, and uh, subsequently everyone is pulled out of Evo for this year. There will be no Evo. Wow. Uh, yeah. So, uh, and, you know, the ripple effect of the, the speaking out thing that came from pro wrestling and kind of moved back into the gaming uh, sphere, which it never left, but we, we stopped listening, I guess, for a few months there. Uh, so there's there's new allegations against people in Ubisoft, uh, higher up. Those guys are, are making moves around. So uh, still, still happening, still going on. Uh, that's not done. Bummer for Evo. Obviously, that's a thing that people uh, were looking forward to, even though it, it had to have been a shit show with just based on how it was being set up. But... Uh, yeah, that that's that's a bummer. That guy's been running that thing forever uh, to to learn something like that, to have supported something all these years and stuff like that. Uh, shook a lot of people up. You know what else shook people up, Reed? Mm. Listen, uh, video games are getting getting TV adaptations. Of course, you might remember that The Last of Us is getting, I believe, like an HBO Max show or something. So you haven't seen The Last of Joel. He'll be back in TV show form. Sure. Uh, but the next uh, the next 
video game adaptation will be Bethesda teases Fallout adaptation for Amazon Prime. Uh, uh, I don't like that at all. Um, it, well, here's the thing. How fun, so? Like they like, also like the man. The whole point of Fallout is that it's your story. You make your story. Um, the reason why so many people fucking and myself included hated Fallout Four is because you didn't you didn't get to. They told you what you were. Um, so watching a character do things out of your control in the fall universe. I don't know. I don't think it's going to work. Uh, I mean, y- y- you know, <laughs> give it a shot. They just announced uh, that they're that Clone High, someone's reviving, like MTV is reviving Clone High. And I'm like, man, I've been talking for 10 years. I'm like, everything's being remade. Everything's being dragged out of the closet for one more go, one more shot. And I'm like, where the fuck is Clone High at? And now someone's found Clone High in the back of a storage unit and they're dragging it out into the light, and I'm like, you know what? I, uh, I, I'm, I have, I'm nothing. I'm a, I'm, there's, you can't, I can't think of a single property that I genuinely love, and there's a lot of them, <laughs> that you could, you, a pop culture thing you could drag out right now and say, we're making another, we're taking another shot at this, and I'm gonna be down for it. <laughs> the only thing I can think about is Golden Axe, because they've, like, redone Sonic, they've redone <coughs> Streets of Rage, uh, I'm like bring on a uh, bring on a facelifted golden axe. Bring on a golden axe four. Uh, but in terms of a clone high, in terms of making video games into TV shows, man, there's so much of it. Uh, I just it, let's let's stop. Uh, let's th- think of something like the Fallout universe is cool. It'll be cool to see a show with a budget uh, tackle that universe in the same way it was cool to watch a Witcher show. Uh, but whatever. Uh, sure. Sure. Like, an Uncharted movie. Do we fucking need an Uncharted movie? Do we need a Metal Gear Solid movie? No. No. Metal Gear Solid <laughs> is a movie. <laughs> no, what we do need is uh, Alone in the Dark with Christian Slater. That's a movie. Fuck no. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, anyways. Um, I think it's safe to say we're going to be skipping the New Vegas segment today. You know what? You're wrong. And I'll no. tell you. No, no, I ain't gonna have to. Uh, it's been forty-five minutes. I worked four hours in the warehouse today. I'm sweaty as fucking asshole. And oh I damn! Need, I need to hop in the shower, and I'm hungry as shit. You know what? That's fair. Thanks for joining me, Reed. Uh, so next <laughs> week uh, could possibly be our all Last of Us extravaganza. Uh, if you want to join me, maybe uh, on, on Thursday next week, we can knock out. We should probably not talk about this on the air, uh, but talk about uh, finishing off Fallout New Vegas. What I had lined up today is we were going to talk about Kaiser's Legion, how it was formed, and what it's uh, what it stands for, how the end of that game works, and then we were just going to touch on the TL, uh, the TLC as were the DLC and the side quests, and kind of see uh, see that game, that poor son of a bitch game that uh, we started talking about at the beginning of, of, of coronavirus. And it's now been four months. We haven't given it its due. Uh, maybe just wrap that up. But in the meantime, you can interact with the show at TitsIceberg on Twitter. Lee at TitsTheIceberg.com uh, on email. You can leave a question, topic, or uh, anything you want anywhere you see this posted. And we will talk about it. Thank you for signing up for the Public Beta Podcast. For myself, Lee, and for Reed, that's uh, that's the show this week. Stay tuned tomorrow, Saturday, the Independence Day. We're going to blow up the White House. We're going to review the first night of Fighter Fest. Uh, until then... Take care of yourselves and of others, and uh, let's uh, let's go play some video games, Reed. Yeah.